You are now listening to the Mind Unleashed Open-Mind Industries Podcast. Sit back, relax, and unleash your mind. Welcome to the Mind Unleashed episode 96. We are almost there to episode 100. Holy shit. Um, yeah, it's been a long effort run. We friggin' did it. Um, almost, almost there. Hope you guys can hear me okay. I'm recording on the Audio Technica uh, microphone. Um, but yeah, man, it's been a long freaking run. Let's get to it. Lots to kind of go over and you know, fill you guys in. Um, anyway, let's get a few shots for supporters for from Lyft, the ride during app. Use our code TMUP for at least $5 off your first couple rides of Lyft. You must be new to Lyft for that code to apply. For those who've used it, thank you so much. Uh, for those who haven't, yeah, recommend using Lyft. I like using it. Uh, it's going to be easier to run. Uh, also, please check out 3D Scan to CAD. What 3D Scan to CAD does is pretty much 3D scans pretty much anything. Yeah, I just got done scanning a uh, new uh, Mustang, all electric the other day it was on his instagram i did post it on our instagram page so if you want to check that out he's offering you guys a hundred dollars per hour highly highly recommend doing that um excuse me for a sec hundred dollars per hour uh my listeners and followers get a special discount rate uh if you are looking to get something done uh just let me know we can set up a thing with him and uh he can be here or wherever you need him to be um you know in the Florida area. He's based out of Miami, Florida, so definitely check him out, 3D Scan to CAD uh, on Facebook and Instagram and all that good stuff. I'm not sure why he doesn't have a website yet, but he really should. He did a webinar with uh, Peel 3D. Uh, came up pretty amazing, so definitely, definitely check him out. Also, I wanted to recommend Strauman Law. Strauman Law hooked us up with our USPTO and trademarking, so we're all squared away with that. So if you're looking to get your brand taken care of legally and done correctly, Please check out Sherman Law. Guy was absolutely amazing. Honestly, goodness attorney. Uh, really, really down to earth and really, really, really laid back. I'm really guiding you with the best question you could to get your business off the ground or whatever you're doing. I don't know. Whatever your brand is, whatever your brand is doing. I don't know. Um, uh, what else can I recommend? Uh, I do have a uh, crap uh, for audio editing. I have him here, but I don't recommend or remember his thing. But if you need new audio editing, his thing will down below in the description. If you need your first podcast edited, he's offering to help you guys out with that. I forget who it is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, please forgive me for that. But I link will be down below for the audio editing for podcasting. I haven't used him yet. Unfortunately, I don't I only do my own editing. So, um, but it is what it is. Again, welcome to episode 96. As we always do, you know, it's been a run. It's been a while. It's been a week. Um, 3D printers are somewhat down and trying to get a lot of parts. Right now, uh, just getting any parts and stuff like that has been a real bitch. Um, I need to get a new screen for the uh, Creality uh, L, LDR2, if I call it, or LD2R. I call it the LD2R. They put 0002R. I don't know why. I just call it the 2R. Uh, but I need a screen for that. Um, the only thing about getting that is like Amazon has been a real B of just getting part. I guess it's just supply and demand of things. Um, and doing some 3D printing for a client uh, and trying to sell um, 
the helm, whiskey helms up. You've been on our page and you saw that and you're like, what the hell are you trying to do? Trying to raise some money for a friend who's really in need and also trying to get some cash just to get some more parts for the 3D printer. Um, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a hell of a week. People have been really going through depression. Uh, I want to talk about that too. So it's going to be kind of a personal vlog, geeky vlog uh, this week. So where do I begin? Uh, just the 3D printers down, the... Uh, uh, screen stuff's been done, so I'm just trying to get a lot of parts and money to put aside and job and stuff like that. It's been really weird. Um, got the Elgato working, so we are doing live streaming with uh, Best Midnight. Um, unfortunately, Dell has been a little bit out of it. Sorry. Um, Dell's been a little bit out of it, so if you guys want to send her some love, on the assessment page, please do so and let her know you care, you love her, and please get back to doing the stand thing. Um, she's just it's been rough, man. The island has been rough to her, and um, job market up on the island has been very horrible. Sorry, oh, I lost my zoom recording, so we are recording. So sorry about that. Um, yeah, the job market there has been horrific, and I have friends that are there. And, just told me the same thing that it's not even work, you know. It's great visiting the island, but don't move there. It's just no bueno. Um, but yeah, it's been this week's been hell. I've had about two weeks of my own up and down roller coaster of like, what the hell am I going to do for a job? What am I going to do for this? What are my plans after UO, UO Universal? Um, and I'd like to get you know into the 3D crap that I'm doing now, but it's just you know, nobody's willing to uh, you know, pay your rate or pay what you need to do or stuff like that. So it's pretty much, you know, up in there, up in the air, whatever we're doing. Um, but yeah, it's been a geeky mess for me this week. The printers are just breaking and just kind of put that together. Nothing major, nothing I really have to do with just parts, you know, just getting to parts and stuff like that. And if you need money, you need to work, you know, so that's been kind of, you know, my new work schedule has been all over the place that I'm working weekends only. Um, and it's been, it's been rough. It's been a rough, just getting everything back to normal. Um, but it's been hard to see friends struggling. So I'm going to speak about that too. Um, one of my friends, congratulations to John. Uh, you know, he, uh, he runs Florida Scythe and Sound Podcast. If you want to check him out, amazing, amazing dude. He just got accepted for our, um, uh, our IP tours, which is going to be the Halloween Hornets VIP tours. If you're doing that, you contract one of them and then they walk you around, take you to the houses and kind of guide you through the whole tour. Love that. So you're pretty much getting a VIP guided tour through all the haunted houses and they're very fun to do. Uh, my bro, you know, he just got it and he's been, he's been having um, just kind of a meltdown of like, man, do I deserve this? What have I done? You know, I don't feel like I, I meet that mentality. And I want to talk about that too, because I feel that also sometimes, but uh, my thing, you know, is like, he deserved every freaking minute of that, man. Like he worked his ass off to get there. He's an amazing dude. Him and his wife were an amazing podcast. Um, I don't listen to it as much because it's just nothing that I have going on. Not that I don't like it. It's just I have too much going on in my own world. And I'm like, focus on this, focus on this, focus on this. So when I do get a chance to sit down to listen to somebody else's podcast, it's usually when I'm in the car or I'm doing something else. Uh, it's not to be disrespectful to them. It's just I have a lot going on myself, uh, working out and getting myself in shape and stuff like that. Um, I'm learning SolidWorks CAD. I'm learning the printers. I'm learning Cheetahbox. I'm learning you know, uh, uh, Adobe Media. I'm learning so many crap. And just like, and I'm editing two podcasts when I get a chance to edit two podcasts. So, like, when I'm done with this, this has to go up immediately. Otherwise, I won't ever get that 
Um, actually, why people hire Ed Edwards and stuff like that. Um, but man, he really deserves it. I'm, I'm so sorry that my, you know, my friend is, you know, just feeling that rush of, hey, man, I don't deserve this. What the hell is going on? And why, why am I feeling imposter syndrome? And why am I feeling like I'm not worthy and stuff like that? You know, you are worthy. You put your time and you put your effort in. And I, I, I felt the same way. Uh, you know, when it comes to learning something, I'm like, oh my God, I, I got this far. I shouldn't deserve this. I feel like that every day when I get up, I'm like, man, I really shouldn't be in there at the road I am, but I'm here and I've done it. So for anybody who's feeling that, man, you deserve that recognition. Finally, when you get it, you work your ass off to get there. It could be sleeping. It could be this. It could be that. You take a lot of sacrifice to get what you need to get. And I feel that same way. I mean, it's been over five, six years of open mind, and it's kind of slowly now grabbed the feet are kind of planting and people are moving and, and grooving and, you know, um, you kind of like plant your feet and you finally be like, wow, this is a thing. This is where I'm going. Um, and I know that feeling of like, oh my God, do I deserve this? Like, what did I do to deserve this? Well, you, you've worked to get there. That's what you deserve. You know, you put your fucking two feet down and say, I'm going to try a new thing. You know, um, when I went to speak, when I got invited to speak for a maker thing, um, you know, and here I am on like a Zoom meeting and I'm nervous as shit, man. I'm like, I'm going to, I consider myself and I joke is like, I'm a nobody. I tell myself I'm a nobody because I don't feel like I've reached that plateau that many have reached. Um, you know, most people have, you know, 12,000 followers and they've done so many goddamn things for clients and they've worked for this person and they've worked for that person and they've done this and they've done that. And here I am, somebody who's trying to start an R&D business and, and media and all this shit like that and aren't, you know, worked into that. And you sit there and you go, man, do I belong with these people? Like, why am I even in this room or the Zoom meeting or what have you? And when it was my turn to speak, uh, everybody listened, you know, and people shook their heads and, and nodded and, you know, and, and congratulated me. And, you know, it felt weird. It felt like, do I deserve to be in this meeting with all these people and makers and builders and designers? But then I realized, you know, we're all in the same fucking boat together. We're all working towards a goal to better ourselves and others and and you know it's okay to feel um like you don't deserve it because it feels weird you know we all feel that fucking way when i got to sit down with some of the makers that i talked to and some people here in orlando and miami and um north carolina and stuff like that uh, chicago and new york and um california you name it they were there but speaking to all these makers and 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 uh, maker shops and, and nonprofits and talking with them, I learned and like we're all working towards the same goal. We all feel that same way. We're all little people trying to put a dent in the world, um, and that's where it all begins. You know, you got to feel like you feel like you're nothing, but at the same time, you're moving towards a goal that many don't even get to reach. Many don't even start to push towards that goal. Um, and I feel what my friend's feeling. I feel like he, he put all his effort into something and, and feel like it's fucking not good. Like once you hit that plateau, once you get on the pedestal, I'm like, holy shit, I'm here. Oh my God, am, am I worthy? Am I not worthy? Like, how the fuck did I get here? You got there because you wanted to get there. You put all that time into study and research and something that you wanted to get there. So you are fucking worthy of being there. It's just, you know, it's like you feel not worthy while staring at somebody and going, man, I'm not worthy. Um, it's, you know, it's like a pro versus an amateur, you know, you start out as an amateur or somebody who's just a maker or hobbyist, you move your way into novice and you work your way into pro, you know, it's just, that's the way the cookie crumbles, you know, and that's how I feel. I, I've learned 3D printing over the years and I, I consider myself 
uh, still a novice into a pro because I know some of the software and I know what I need to be doing and I know what it is. And then I started being a little cocky, like, oh, I don't want to show these people my settings. I don't want to show these people. And then I was like, you know what? And if it wasn't for some makers or makeup artists that I work with in the Universal, I would have never fucking decided to like, hey, don't be cocky. Like, you know, be cocky, but, you know, same time, share your knowledge. Don't, why hide it? So I completely took that notion out of my own brain and said, you know what? Help or help is needed. Don't, don't, um, don't, don't be an idiot and, and not share what you've learned because I've learned that also in the Zoom meeting that I was with all the makers and stuff like that with Maker Fair. Um, you know, help or help is needed. Guide or guidance is needed. You know, and, and I've um, put that to heart. So when I'm able to help people where I can, um, I can. You know, like I mean, it may not be financially helpful to me. It may not be this, but yeah, I'm, I'm leaving something somebody else that can help them. Um, and then never, you know, it's like that imposter syndrome of you feeling like, oh my God, do I deserve this? Uh, it's weird. It's, it's that weird feeling of, holy shit. I, 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 I don't know what, why does it, again, you've worked your ass off to get there and this is what you've done to get there. You need to stop and take a look back and go, fuck, I'm there. I get it. You know, this is why I wanted to get here. These are the steps I took to get here. Um, it's a weird feeling. It's a weird feeling when you accomplish that and, you know. You should stare at all these people that are so fucking talented. <laughs> They're so much more intelligent than you are. They have a degree. They have a and a degree. Honestly, in my mind it means nothing. To, it means absolutely shit. It means you studied some more books. It means you went to a fucking field and you sat there more with a with a teacher. And now, when you have a degree, that just shows that you you've um, you did the proper courses to get there. You know, can you have a piece of paper that says, hey, I've studied this field, now I'm going to go into the field. You may or may not go into the field. Many don't. I have many friends that are, you know, have degrees in psychology, to engineering, to teaching, to what have you, that are not in the field that they study, you know. Um, and that's okay. You know, many of that field is oversaturated or whatever. Or what it also made me realize is a degree doesn't make your career. You can make your career. Um, your career could be anything. If you want it to be, you can change uh, paths, you know. Um, what it teaches you is life lessons. Yeah, it may make you broker as a person, but you've gotten there. Um, like I said, a degree. It's funny, when I went to work, I'm still working with Universal, but I would sit down with all these engineers that work on our ride and shit, and sit listening to them. And the one dude, one of our one of our engineers for something, I think he does, uh, I forgot what he does, like our application or part finding or what have you. And I was like, oh, where's your degree at? He was like, oh, it's a fucking bookend, you know, which made me laugh. He's like, it's just a piece of paper. So I went to engineering school and I know how engineering works. I just understand it. That's all it is. It just tells them the company that, yeah, I, I did the proper, went to the proper channels to get this degree and I know what the fuck I'm talking about. That's all it is. He's like, you and I can just find a book and read or go on YouTube and you'll find the same thing I learned. Or you go to proper courses or you follow the proper courses. And that's all it says that you, read the proper paperwork and understood the proper paperwork. You know, that's all it means. Um, skills are what you want to know. 3D printing is a skill. Laser cutting is a skill. 3D design is a skill. Um, editing is a skill. You know, speaking in front of people is a skill. You know, which you learn that in your job. You learn to speak with customers. You learn to speak with clients. You learn to speak um, openly. You learn to speak with confidence. You know, and confidence I never had. Um, so people say you don't know how to run business. Well, yeah, nobody knows another fucking one. There's no 
recipe for business. You can go to business school, you can go to this. Okay, they'll tell you the proper channels to go through. Will that business be successful? No, successful, nobody will knows. Um, 90 times out of 10, no. About 10% to 15% become successful. And that's because you put the proper people in place or the proper people know how to, the channels you can go through and your goal, your idea, your product plan all fall into place and it works out fine. I know many people who have run businesses that have all failed, um, you know, myself included. I mean, I might be going for bankruptcy, but who the fuck knows? It's just not for that. But all mine is not stopping um, ever. It's just money's ticked. But I look at my friends like that who have, you know, shops and stuff like that, and they keep moving and grooving and grooving and grooving. And my one friend told me that, you know, uh, him and his wife started their own business. And, you know, it, it, it floundered for a few years. It was very hard. But they're now making a profit. It took time. It took effort. It took the right resources, the right people, you know, the right time. And it's only as much as you sink into it. It's like when you go to take my buddy, like I said, he, he put so much time and effort into his thing. And I feel bad. Like depression is hitting so many of my friends. They've all been plateauing. You know, it's like, oh, I'd like to feel worthy. Do I feel this? And unfortunately, Adele Marie, she's been hitting the same thing. She, I told her the other day, I'm like, you know, you don't realize it, but, you know, a few weeks ago, or a few months ago, you put a fire under my ass to get me back to doing 3D printing and getting back to making and um, getting back into my software and getting all, like, all this shit because I was at a plateau where uh, uh, um, I talk, I, I yawn. Um, uh, you know, I hit the plateau of like, oh, I don't want to make this thing or I don't want to do this thing. I'm not getting paid. But if you're not making something, you don't have nothing to show in your portfolio. You're showing somebody you're not moving forward to the next thing. Making something, you're learning the product, you're learning the, the resin, you're learning the filament, you're learning the printers, you're learning uh, the structure and integrity, you're learning this. So your R&D comes behind that. Okay, this is what this filament does. This is where we can use it in this platform. This is how it works. You know, and she said the other night, she goes, man, I asked, we need to get done with this next podcast. And uh, she goes, man, I really, I don't, I, I to be honest, I have no motivation. There's no motivation to do it. There's no motivation to do this. And to be sure, I've had that. I've had those days. I, I mean, there was months. You guys saw that I was gone from the mine unleashed. I paid, you know, 15, 15 bucks, 15 bucks, 15 bucks. I think about four or five months of $15 uh, just to keep the storage going. And I never, you know, that was free money to lips. And I never even, you know. So now having another podcast, um, it, it gives me the motivation to, hey, let's do it. Let's do the next podcast. But it gives me the other outlet of doing all my gaming and talking with a friend and getting her moving and grooving. And in case in point, you got to keep moving and grooving. You can't, you can take some time off to find yourself. You can take your time off to find your topic. You can take your time off, you know, to get there. But when you finally reach that plateau of, or that pedestal, of, hey, man, I'm here. Now, what do I do from here? I take everything I learned everything I've done and I push it forward to the next person, you know, same thing with what I'm doing here. You know, it's like, I take everything I learned and I push it forward to the next person. I've done that for so many people lately with podcasting. And I feel like a fucking idiot with podcasting because I'm surprised people still listen. Not many of you, but many of you listen. Um, again, I say I'm a nobody because it's like, I talk about nothing. The time it's on personal blog with 3d printing, um, uh, things are just popping in my brain. You know, I get people on that I like to talk to because the psychology of what they're going through, um, you know, 
is amazing. It's like they go through shit too. And we all go through shit of our plateaus and our our geeky minds and stuff like that. And go, man, am I worthy of do fucking doing this? You know, and at the end of the day, you are. Again, you work so hard to get somewhere that you forget what it took for you to get there. You need to stop up on that pedestal and look back. Now with what you learned, you must take it forward and push it on to somebody else. Which I've done. You know, I push so many fucking people to start their own thing and do their own thing. And you don't you look should look back at the negatives, the positives, you know, and feel proud of yourself. Yeah, there's probably a lot of more negatives than positives, but now you know how to create, how to push forward, how to get there. And I feel bad for so many of my fucking friends that are just so in this negative zone lately. You know, like, do am I worthy? What have I done? Like, should I keep doing this? Yes, keep fucking doing it. Like, your day will come. I'm here. My door's always open. My, like I told Beth, uh, don't worry, my phone's always on. You know, I'm not the perfect fucking person in the world. I, I don't plan on being this perfect person. Um, but my phone's on. My ears are open. Email's open. You know, if you need me, I'm here. You just need someone just to listen. I'm here. Because there's days I just need someone to listen. And that's what I feel like the podcast is for me. It's for somebody to listen. As my one friend told me, he goes, I listen to your podcast. It's nothing phenomenal, but it's good background noise. And I said, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> and it wasn't, it wasn't a uh, disrespectful comment. It was, I enjoy listening to you. Don't stop. I like listening to you. And he, he told me what he liked and he didn't like. And he goes, but it's yours. It's your podcast. You do what you want. Many people don't even get that far. Many people don't talk about a topic. Many people don't talk about depression. Many people don't talk about the business that they started. and talk about the highs and lows and what they've done. And I feel like my friends worked their asses off so hard to get what they got and that they've forgotten what truly made them want to get there. You know, you, I look back and I'm almost up to episode 100. Almost, almost. There. I don't know who I'm going to have on. I talked to Moby. He'll definitely be on. I talked to a friend of mine, uh, Dan Darnetch, who donated to oh, my GoFundMe page to help me start the company. Uh, you know, and they all said, yeah, we'll be on. And I like sitting down and looking back and going, holy fuck. Look at where I was yesterday. Look where I am today. Look at where I learned. Look at where I want to go. Yeah, I'm in debt. I'm $8,000 in debt. Don't know how I'm going to pay it off. Still don't know how I'm going to pay it off. Um, it's quite terrifying. Uh, but at the same time, I'm nervous. I'm dealing with national debt relief, which is like supposed to be helping with that. I can't even, I can't even pay the monthly fee for that. How scary do you think that is to me? You know, I've missed quite a few payments with that. COVID has been a motherfucker. I put my time in where I needed to do to help other people. And it's paying back in other forms, not financially. But that's what I want to tell you. What you do today could help you tomorrow. What you plan on doing 
you know, today could prosper to something else. And it's a fucking crazy feeling to think that, you know, I'm farther than where I was a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. My mom told me when I started this shit, and I've been told to stop. I've been told to give up. I've been told to stop going down this avenue. You need to stop spending money. You need to stop doing this. If you don't spend money, you're never going to get what you need. Never going to get your supplies. You're never going to get this. Don't dig yourself into a fucking hole like I did. Most of my shit is business debt. Most of it is. The eight grand isn't really eight grand, actually. It comes down. Uh, a lot of it's late fees. So a lot of the credit card companies add on late fees and late fees and late fees. We were getting the house and things happened and me working part-time and having disability and stuff like that. Uh, it all rolled into a fucking snowball. And if I knew earlier to contact somebody for help, I would have, but I didn't. Now I know. So if you're in that same boat, please find it, financial help and get yourself through it. Will I get out of the debt? I don't know. I don't know. Does it suck that that hangs over my head every day? Yeah. That's something I put myself into. Um, does it suck? Yeah, it sucks. Does it frighten me? No. No. <laughs> it's just money. It's just money. But have I taken that opportunity to better myself? To help better others, to help others, you damn fucking right I did. I regret any of it. No, no. I don't fucking like that I've had family arguments over. I don't like what it's caused, but I'm farther than I was. The other day, I had started something that I never thought I would start. You have started something you've never started. When you click that fucking play button, when I see those numbers go up, that reminds me to keep going. When the GoFundMe thing happened in 2015, That was interesting because we had, me and John had no fucking idea where this would go. And John is still with the company. I just don't involve him because there's not much to really involve him in yet. I mean, I need to get him back in. We need to get on these 3D crutches. Now that I know what I know, and he's so fucking skilled and qualified with solid and um, stuff like that. <laughs> you know. I, I, I wouldn't change it. Money comes and goes. You know, Vin Diesel says, well, money comes and goes. We all know that. <laughs> that comes and goes. Uh, to be out of debt would be a great thing. But then you go right back into debt. Because you want more. You want more things. Most of my debt, like I said, is business debt. Um, and a lot of it's late fees and stuff like that. And I tell my friends how much I owe. And when... Uh, Discover card called me and a few other company called me and started to scare me. The lady tried to scare, <laughs> scare me. You understand what we could do to you? 
What? Make me broke? I'm already broke. What? Make me hungry? I'm already hungry. When I told her I wasn't scared, kind of shocked them. Kind of shocked them. Um, when you tell a company you're not terrified of them, you should be. You really should be. You really shouldn't be at the same time. There's probably one or two players in my head. I'm 35. I started this company six years ago. Oh, let's check. Let's check. Because on LinkedIn, uh, May 15th of 2015. So let's go into my, and we'll find out. Everybody's like, I already know the number. Sorry. I think they want to do something and I don't want to fucking type in. <coughs> Let's say six years I've been doing this. Probably I am playing that. Um, I wouldn't have done the podcast. I wouldn't have done any of this shit. I wouldn't have sat down with John at City Walk and had a business meeting. Wouldn't have walked down the hallway. If you walk through Terminator video, which I got busted for, by the way, by the stupid DCM or whatever the fuck it was. Uh -huh, and, um, yeah, DC young control, like, you used our shit. And I'm like, dude, it's open fucking, it's open audio. You know, this is a video of me fucking, you know, no. And jokes on them, they never got any fucking money because nobody watches my videos anyway. Very rarely does somebody click on the videos, which I don't mind. They're there for you and you want them. Not only does anybody listen, but apparently I'll be. <clears throat> but. You know, when you, when you feel like you're nothing, think about what I've done. And I'm a fucking nobody. I'm a person that was born in Albany, New York, disabled, one pound, two ounces, was not supposed to survive. Left lung collapsed. I was in incubation for quite a few months. I was fucking frail. Shit, barely hold me because of my organs and shit. You know, from there, I had multiple surgeries. Come out of that. <sighs> School was rough, but got through it. Found bodybuilding, got PT, all that good shit. Fast forwarding, fast forwarding, fast forwarding. High school, want to be a filmmaker, I want to do all this stupid shit. And I always knew engineering was always in my head. I was always a set designer. I was always a filmmaker. I was always wanting to do something. Did a couple of internships with the news. Um, did a couple of shit with Broadway. Got to work behind the scenes of some of the stuff. Got to learn so much from a lot of performers that... Uh, and then, you know, Florida came along. That's a whole story within itself, how that all became. But, you know... Life didn't work out the way we expected it. Got arrested in 2003 for grand larceny, which turned into pennant larceny. Um, stupidest fucking move I could have ever done, but taught me a life lesson of, you know, snitches, 
in stitches, which I never got stitches or anything. <laughs> Not in stitches, stitches, all that good stuff. But, uh, you know, I learned my lesson of never getting in trouble again. Did my community service twice. Uh, had a lawyer get me out of deep shit. You know, had to do a company. I did probation. I did community service. I did so much shit. It costs more to get yourself out of trouble than it does to get into trouble. And it's like that. You know, it costs more to get out of it than it does to get into it. <laughs> it's true. However, turn those negatives into positives. I have so many friends that are in jail for stupid fucking things. So many friends that call me daily. Hey, is universal hiring? Hey, is universal hiring? Hey, is universal hiring? And I always tell them, hey, what do you have? You, you, you know, whatever. I've been with Universal for 14 years. I've done it all. And I'll speak about I'll speak about uh, how I got hired. So we moved from New York, Scotia, New York. Um, for those who don't know what the hell that is, because New York City, New York City, uh, it's upstate New York. It's right by Schenectady, New York, Albany, New York, which is the capital of New York. New York City is not the capital. Surprise. <laughs> um, upstate New York is much more cheaper uh, to live in. Many New York people from New York City live in upstate New York because it's a lot more nicer. Uh, it's just, that's the way it is. We live in Syracuse, Buffalo, uh, Binghamton. Uh, I could just fucking name off all these things. I had a lot of surgery in 20 York. But anyway, uh, rested in 03. And I won't forget that night as long as I live because it was a fucking wake-up call. My mom always said she wouldn't build me out, but she did. Got me out of shit. You know, your parents always say they won't ever be there, but they're there. But anyway. I digress. So years go on, and I couldn't get a job. I was pretty much, let's see, was it 2003? From 2003 to 2007, I was blacklisted from any job searches. Uh, when you get arrested, you get, is that three files? They said three files uh, local, state, and federal. You have three files opened up on me. I've already had a file because I'm Middle Eastern. Skin looks white as fuck. Next to my mother. My brother is tan as fuck, black hair. Same father, same mother. It just happens. Genetic lottery. <laughs> I got my dad's eyebrows. I got my dad's nose. I got my dad's chin. You know. Um, but uh, I, was a, I was a dumbass. I fucking, you know, everybody was like, what did you do, Grand Larson? Well, well, there was a glitch in the system. A friend showed me a glitch in the system. I won't see who that person was. Um, and I ended up spending some money at the same store. However, more money was taken. I don't know what the rest of it is. I don't want to know. I don't care. A lot more was taken than it should have been. It's been expunged. It's gone. That's why I can speak about it. It's so far out. A lot more was taken than I said, but I don't care. You know, it was weird because I went back to that same fucking store a couple of years later. Um, the store is huge. They have since filed for bankruptcy and all that yada yada shit. Um, did all their shit. But um, it's funny. We leave Scotia, New York. My mom was going through some shit. Uh, family was going through some shit. We moved here to Orlando. Up, up, up and went. Just up and went. And that's a whole story within itself. Um, but get here. And my mom saying to a friend of hers, like at Walmart or whatever, 
why can't he get a fucking job? She goes, well, his record keeps popping up. He doesn't get a record. And she's like, yeah. She didn't realize that the record, I didn't realize. So I'm talking to a lawyer friend who I don't want to divulge who he is. Um, just for privacy reasons. You know, he ended up going in, checking him out. Well, the lawyer that he had, a friend of his, um, who I don't want to divulge, um, was very, very expensive. He did a pro bono. Looked at my file and went, hey, man, you know, you paid your fucking dues. Got to do, do another three months of committed service or committed uh, probation. So I did probation twice, you know. Um, they needed to check my blood work, needed to check what I was fucking doing, the marijuana, and I, I apologize for everything I did. Would I go back now? Would I would I not done what I did? Yeah. Probably. But where would it be today? What better taught me? Who the fuck knows? You can't go back. You can only go forward. And when I have many friends that are going through depression, they don't speak about the shit that they go through. Um, and I'm sorry, this podcast, is, it's, it's really all over the place, but it's me just speaking about what's been going on. I've been feeling this week, and I just want to tell you the story of where I'm at. Um, so for those who are like, this is sucks, so be it. You know, hit the stop button. Go do your own thing. Go listen to the podcast. Um, but, you know, we, we moved to Florida, and... You know, I, I finally get here. My mom's like, get started for work. First company I ended up with was Universal. Then Disney, and then a few others, Walmart. I did a, I think I did 60 applications. The record was closed. So the record finally got squished. You get a state or, yeah, city, city, state, and federal. FBI never closed the record. So I get burned the Universal. I dress, I dress up, you know, put your fucking shirt on, whatever. You go in and this whole thing. For those who know where Universal HR building is, it's it's <laughs> you can find it. It's not hidden. I can't tell you how to get there. You'll, you'll know. You'll know. Um, we've been hiring left and right, and sadly, people have been pretty left and right. So it's a crazy time to live in. But it is what it is. Um, I get to take it in, do my interview thing. We sit down. It was a five minute ordeal. I I was like, what do I say? What do I do? And I finally had to lie about Sears. You know, I had to lie about that and just kind of keep that under. My only real job at the time was Price Chopper, which is a grocery store I worked at. And I think a lot of dog shit, did a lot of dog sitting and stuff like that. And, you know, but I know that and I worked with my dad, cleaned cars and stuff, but that wasn't really a job on the record. Fast forward, you know, I get the interview, I get fingerprinted, background check because you work around kids and people and you work around money and thousands and thousands and millions of dollars of shit. Like the doors I go through every day is like, there's some million dollar fucking equipment sitting right there. You know, there's cell phones, there are things, there's tablets, there's this, there's that. You know, you work around, there's lights you have to deal with and you do your thing. So I go in, I get a call the next day. Hey, it's from Universal, blah, 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 blah. Um, we, we need to talk about your record. Your record, we found your record. The FBI never closed the record. So I had to call my lawyer. I ended up shredding all my goddamn paperwork <laughs> to uh, do the thing. And um, I go there. I call my lawyer. I said, what the fuck? You know, then I thought this was over. My fucking, my job is over. My life is over. What the fuck do I do? 
so I'd pretty much go in with my aunt who worked for the city of Orlando at the time. She was working as a parking attendant or whatever, but she worked for the city of Orlando as a parking attendant structure. Huge fucking structure. You had all these cars and lawyers and people and big fucking events over at Citrus Bowl, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, get there, go back to Universal. Like, it was hard to get through fucking security because you had to, like, I finally, like I mentioned, the lady's name I had to go to. Finally, they said they agreed to see me and talk to me. I had to go talk to their uh, Universal's law prevention people. Sat down with them, explained the whole situation. My aunt pretty much spoke, and she said, listen, he's been put there. So she pulled up in the book. So she goes, he just beat this by one month. So by one month, it expunged. Everything I did expunged. What I needed to show Universal was a paper saying it was uh, expunged. It was done. Everything committee service was done. Cool. I even offered to take some time off. Without you know, with pay Universal, like we can't, not, we cannot not pay you. So, um, I was told to show up the next week. Showed up, had to take all my shit out of the, <laughs> the paper slicer, uh, uh, shredder. Pasted all that together because I didn't have my schedule. They didn't reprint it for me, so I had to, like I had to re-put all the shit together. Show up the first day, which is like a fucking nine-hour orientation to Universal. Then you get a day two orientation. Uh, then you get a day three, which is like, hey, you're going to this thing, and this is your venue. They don't teach you shit. They honestly don't teach you shit. Like, it, it, you basically, you're thrown to the dogs. Like, Universal was so fucking wild on how fast you're thrown in. Um, to a little bit how it is now. So when I see somebody struggling when they walk in, I, I, I throw my crutch. I'm like, hey, man, let me help you. You know, you know poor new guy was in. He, he didn't know where to get the clothes. So that's where he had to do because I don't know. This paper, they hand you a fucking piece of paper now that says, you know, these little cards and stuff that you get to get. You know, it's hard. Uh, I showed it to my job. They did a BXR, which a BXR, it's not BXR, the CRC or whatever fucking ever it is. I, I might even, some people who listen to this now, holy, it's not that anymore. Um, but you get that and then you get signed off. Like, here's the exit, here's this, here's this. Uh, I work in park operations, which is rides and show. Uh, we're ops. We're like the lowest of the low people. We're not. We're nobodies. You know. We're honestly. I, I keep telling myself that because entertainment is where it's at. Tech services where it's at. They are considered the almighty. However, when you need rides and shit, that's where it is. Food and beverages probably below us, but they do a lot too. So, food and beverage. Shout out to all my fucking friends that do that. Shout out to all my friends that do fucking ops because without us, fucking that park would not go anywhere. What about the technicians? The technicians just make sure shit don't break. I'm not saying they're not good people. They're all beautiful fucking people. But when we're considered anything, we're, we are the lowest of the low. Especially when it comes to entertainment. You know, security fucking does their job. What have you. Anyway, fast forward. You know, it's now been 14 fucking years. <laughs> I hired and fired in one day. One day. Hired and fired and brought right back. And I owe the person that hired me. I owe the person that fucking people. I owe some bosses that kept me there. I've had my problems with Universal. I've had my problems going forward with the company. But this isn't me slapping them in the fucking face. Complete opposite. This is just me telling my story of why you should be good. Why you should not feel... 
grateful for where you're at. Today, you feel like shit, but tomorrow will be better. Do I regret where I'm at? No. Am I happy for tomorrow? Bitch, fucking ass I am. Have I wanted to kill myself? Bitch, fucking ass I am. Got a Glock sitting fucking right there, loaded, nine millimeter. I'm not going to show it to you, but I have a Glock literally sitting on my gun safe right now. I have two guns out, open. I'm home. It's my home. I can do what I want. We get bears and snakes and shit. You're right at my door. You know? Um, and I speak about my depression to all of you guys. But I want everybody to know that there is a better fucking tomorrow. You will get there. But when you hit, like I said, when you hop on that pedestal, when you get to that fucking plateau, I achieved. Look back. Smile, cry, do what you gotta do. Because you went farther than anybody else. You decided, I want this. I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. You worked, you got up, you proceeded. You did, you did, you did. It's kind of like 3D printing. Model fails, you go back, make adjustments, you go forward. Bodybuilding, same thing. You work, you work, you work, you see the results, you see the results, you see the results. You achieve. Everything takes time. Everything is relevant. It's amazing. You know, it's amazing that I was able to go back to Sears. This is a few years now within Universal. And I'd, I'd leave for, I would leave for a month. I would leave during August. Um, I would leave during August. And I'd go home to my family, I'd see my, my dad, my bro for life, Fernesco, uh, and then Balco or something. You know, uh, my buddy Balco. I don't want to give his first name away. Um, but I'd see him and his wife. And I'd go in and we'd go fishing and we'd do stuff. And going home is weird. Because it feels like not much has changed. It was funny because, about this story, it's because I went back. After two, three years at the university, maybe maybe five years. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I don't honestly know. It's been so long. Uh, I don't remember. I go back. Uh, for those who know, Schenectady, New York, or uh, Scotia, or whatever, upstate. It was like, oh, I know that. Um, Rotterdam Square Mall is where I used to work. Um, I needed another job. Once I quit, fresh up, I ended up doing a. Uh, a job hunt, and I needed to go and, and search and search. 60 applications, that's my word. But anyway, I go back. I don't know why I'm fucking rambling, but uh, I, I go, I go, my buddy is like, we're going, and you know, I'm there, and it's like, hey, welcome, you know, how is Florida? I said, uh, how's work? Um, so I'd leave for a month from Florida to like chill with family and go fishing and just experience life again, man. Like, I'm back on the back on the wagon, uh, you know, I'm back on the horse, I'm fucking doing things, <laughs> back on the wagon. <laughs> I like weapons. They're fun. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, uh, back on the horse. Life's okay. Steady. You know, go see friends. But we had to cut through Sears because my buddy needed to go get something from Sears, like a sock or whatever. We fucking something broke. So we ended up going through. He's like, I was like, oh my God, I can't go through here. Like, I can get arrested here. <laughs> this is like the door. I know the number to the code of the door. I did. I typed in a button and it was still work. So it shows how nothing has changed. 
but it must be three, three years to five years. I don't know when I came back to fucking whenever, Sears or whatever. Uh, and all the faces I remembered. I remember all these fucking people. Nothing has changed in upstate New York. It's like time never passed. <laughs> um, it was weird. I walked in and literally, like, it was weird because loss prevention followed me. We, we got there and I was in a, a hardware section and we had to the electronic session for, we needed to get a wiring harness or something. And I was helping him find a socket. We needed just a couple sockets. And um, I was talking about my buddy, Palco. We were going for dinner. Uh, no, the goal was to have dinner at the, at the mall. We were for, for, for dinner. Um, and it was funny. I recognized all these fucking people that I, I went to school with or did whatever. And I'm like, wow, like life hasn't changed. Come to find out, like all these, this loss prevention guy comes walking up to me. And he's like, I looked at him. I'm like, you, we both recognize each other. Like, instantly. And I go, he thought it'd be fucking smart to say something. And he did. And he didn't know my boy Balco doesn't take that kind of shit. So, and I go, he goes, um, what did he say? I forget what he said, exact wordage. But he, oh, we, we're not going to, he goes, we're not going to steal anything today, are we? And I went, I turned. And I went, I looked at him, I went, fuck he's, and like, what the fuck? I said, brother, I don't need to steal anything. I've got a great fucking job now. I, pull, I literally pulled out my universal ID, which I don't want to show until like, you know, when they quit or get fired, who the fuck knows. Um, I showed him this, I said, dude, I've been with this company for five years, three years, whatever, whatever the fuck it was. I see more people and more money fly to that place daily than you've probably seen in a lifetime. Why the fuck would I want to steal from this place? Lesson learned. So then number two, I'm doing nothing illegal, you know? And then another person came up and, and uh, my buddy was like, said something to him, like really, he was like, listen, if we get a fucking problem, I need to see your fucking boss or whatever. And, you know, Balco did that. And I was like, no, don't worry about it, dude. Just let it, let's all the fucking go. He goes, no, nah, dude. He goes, yeah, no fucking right to call you out like that. And I, I was spotted because I was walking, we were walking past the thing, and that's where the, you know, their offices used to be. They've gone, since gone fucking bankrupt and shit. That place is fucking trash. A friend of mine used to work there was telling me all about it. And uh, it was sad going back again and seeing them all kind of shut down and shit and stuff like that. But it was weird just going back there and just going, hey, I made a mistake. But life is now okay. There was a light at the end of the tunnel. There were people that give a shit. And I, I achieved so much, you know, and I don't take the small things for granted. I don't take the people that I met at Universal for granted. Many of them have gotten me out of my shell. Many of them have told me to not quit, and I have not. But for my friends who are going through fucking a depression, and yeah, we're sitting there going, what is tomorrow going to bring for me? I don't know. You need to put that in your head of what you want. Make a list. A friend told me this way back when I was working out with him and we would work out in the morning and stuff like that. He'd say to me, make a list of what you want. Okay. He goes, what are you trying to achieve? What, what are your goals? And with all my, I'm trying to achieve 3D crunch. I'm trying to achieve this. I'm trying to achieve, there's three 
main things I'm trying to achieve. Yeah, I went off and did a podcast because I always wanted to do a podcast. I thought it was hard. Not hard at all. You just got to pay a little money for your storage. <laughs> Lipson's place to go. I would definitely go to Lipson. Uh, Kevin Smith says it all the time. Go fucking do it. What's stopping you? Many may not listen. Many may listen. Uh, you know. Fragile steps. Fragile steps to what you want to do. And you'll get there. Make it there in one year. Make it there in two years. Five years. Ten years. And the thing pops up on the Facebook feed. The meme pops up a lot that, you know, Oprah didn't find herself since she was 20. This person doesn't find her. It depends on what you want. It depends on who you put around you. Some people have friends. And some people have friends. What I mean by that is you got those that are just there. Just there. You know, they're friends. So they'll come out with you and party with you and do what they got to do. But then you get friends. The ones that are really fucking there. You can call any time of fucking day. You could walk into the home. You could eat off their plates. They wouldn't mind. Take a shit on their toilet. They wouldn't mind. Sleep in their same bed. They wouldn't mind. They would rather share. They'd rather see you something. They would rather be there for the hard times, the good times, the bad times, all those fucking times. Than to lose you. Everybody has friends. Oh, I've got friends. No, do you have friends? I've got quite a few that I can call on right now. They'll be right here in a fucking minute if I need. Only a few. And some people need to realize that. Like, you need to sit back and realize what are your priorities? Where do you want to be? Like, if they're in one year, two years, three years, it's taken five, six years of the whole mind. It's bigger than I ever thought it would be. It's got fucking followers. It's got 90 something followers on Facebook. It's got 200 something followers on Instagram. It's got a few followers here, a few followers there. The Mind Unleashed has almost 10,000 downloads. Almost, we're almost there. Up Past Midnight is now a thing. That has followers. That has a fucking amazing person that I never thought I would get to work with. Who's going through shit right now. But she'll get through it because she's a fucking strong girl. And as my one friend said the other day, she has you to pull her out. All she has to do is fucking they take my hand and I got it. It's fucking amazing that where you or I have come, those who've listened to this have come every day. Changes. Yeah, I'm still. Said what scares me the most? Money. Will I get out of this hole? Maybe. Would I like help getting out of the hole? You bet your ass. Will it happen? Don't know. 
but I'm going to take it one day at a time, move forward, keep going. Because I am further today than I was yesterday. I learned more today than I knew yesterday. Never take it for granted where you come. And like I said, when you hit that fucking pedestal of nervousness or scared or I don't know or I need motivation, you need to just take a step back and look at yourself. And tell yourself, man, like, I cry, scream, yell at yourself, you dumb fuck. I call myself a dumb fuck all the time because I am a dumb fuck. I should not be uh, here, right under it. <laughs> I really shouldn't. I really shouldn't. I really shouldn't be doing a lot of the shit that I'm doing. And I'm proud that I'm doing it. Terrified every fucking day I'm doing it. I'm proud. I'm proud of people that I got to know. I'm proud of who I know. I'm proud of people I got to meet. I'm proud that I get to share my wisdom with you. And I know Jack did shit about anything. I really do. I know Jack did fucking shit about anything. But that's okay. I want to let you know that's okay. It's okay to learn. It's okay to be ignorant. It's okay to be a little depressed. It's okay to be a little scared. It's okay to be this and that. But I never thought, thought I'd be here. I never thought fucking, oh my God. I'm going to start something with a friend. My co-founder, my, my fucking business partner. I thought we'd try that. I shouldn't have been in the Zoom meeting with SolidWorks. I shouldn't have been in the Zoom meeting with a maker community. <laughs> Yet I'm there. I'm doing the fucking meeting with the maker community. I'm sitting down with NinjaFlex. I'm sitting down with um, uh, 3D Scan to Cat. I'm sitting down with a fucking lawyer to to um, discuss a trademark and what how it protects me and what I'm doing. I sit down with a friend and discuss the news podcast. You know, because I want to make something into something into nothing. Or, sorry, uh, nothing into something. Um, you know, everything takes time. Everything happens for a reason, and you need to be willing to stop, turn around, and look at all that. Look at all you just fucking stepped over. Look at all the people that helped you, guided you, pushed you here. Mostly it's you. You getting up every morning, you doing this, you doing that. But so many people around you have given you that purpose, that goal to be where you are. And if you sit there and go, boo-hoo, why me? Why am I here? Give you many reasons. But like I said, you got to look at your list that you made. Put on the wall. They're on your phone, you know, fucking notepad. Where do I want to be? Or what do I want to be doing? How can I get here? What are the steps I need to take? Many would say it needs to be financial. I could say it needs to be financial. I need supplies for 3D printing. I need supplies for this. I need supplies for that. Yes, 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 we, we know. But what are the steps I can do? 
the better myself. You know, and my buddy, like I said, he got RP toward it, and he just felt it was coming too fast. Success was coming too quickly. And John, you're wrong. You deserve every fucking minute of that. Working around you for the past two years, has it been a year, year and a half? I don't even know. Years just fly by, Universal. Years fly by. Literally, they just fly by. Like you look at the hol- how we know our years, our years are flying by, is the season we're going into. So summer is almost over for us. Now we're going into Halloween Horror Nights. In Halloween Horror Nights, we go into parade. Are we going to uh, go into holiday parade? From holiday parade, we go into Mardi Gras. From Mardi Gras. I believe we go into. Oh no no no! Sorry sorry, we missed. I missed a stupid thing that we do called Rocky Universe. Horrible! It's a horrible horrible event. Horrible event. Uh, I can't. It's just it's it's hypocritical. It's Christian. It's hypocritical. And for anybody who has worked it, knows what the fuck I'm talking about. It's hypocritical. They're very hypocritical. And I have friends that are Christian and Catholic. My mom's Catholic. Not knocking your religion, not knocking it one bit. But if you've ever been to a rocky universe or worked it, you know damn well what I am talking about, how hypocritical they are. I got told I was going to hell for the way my hair looked because I had earrings in my ears. Was that very Christian? No. No. But anyway, that's how we know. Years are flying by with university. By the time we know what season it is, until we know, we just go day by day. You know, you walk in, you can call it, you tap in, you tap out, and you're just like, okay, I did it. <laughs> On to the next day. Here we go. I'm scared. Hold my hand. You know. And I have one more year until I'm at 15. I never thought. Yeah, I can get that damn close to it. Any company working 15 years. It's fucking crazy. But to have a friend sit there and go, man, I'm not worthy. I don't deserve this. Like, dude, you fucking deserve it. You worked your ass off to get there. I've been saying this for the past, I don't know how many fucking minutes. <sighs> You're farther than you were. Yes, you deserve every fucking minute of it. You're going to do fine. You're a lot more fucking talented than I am. I'll give you that. You know. Then again, we're all talented in our own ways. Things I know how to do that others don't know how to do. Things I like that others don't like. But that's okay. That's being human. So. It's just been a rush. And I'm sorry this podcast has been very rambly, it's been very slow, it's been very soft. This is just me speaking to you guys. But it's been a very depressing month lately. It's been a really hard month for a lot of you. And uh, I really didn't know what to speak about this week, today, maybe the last one for the month. I don't know. Um, But it's been a wild ride. You know, I now have a new podcast. With Delmarie, definitely check that out. And I can't thank you guys enough for doing that, welcoming welcoming her into the fold. 
I'm so grateful that she is a part of it. I'm so grateful that we're building something new with all my, something that means so much to me because gaming has changed gaming, talking, discussion about mental health is the number one concern to me because so many friends who are makers, um, designers, builders, what have you, uh, we don't speak enough about it. We don't speak enough about our mental health, why we do what we do. We don't speak how we love doing what we don't do. But it, it's terrifying. You know, we don't speak until it's too late. And I lost two people in my life from suicide. And like I said, I've been down that road. And I'm good now. I, I speak openly. I don't... Uh, I don't hide. There's nothing for me to hide. There's nowhere you can find it where I live. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, yeah. If you want, if you want me to find me so bad, you go find me. Um, but you're not alone. You are farther than you were yesterday. You were stronger than you were yesterday. And I'm proud of fucking all of you. I'm proud of myself. We we did it. We're almost here. I never thought I'd be almost up to a fucking episode 100. <laughs> talking about nothing. Talking about 3D printers. Talking about technology. Talking about life. Talking about myself. Talking about this. I shouldn't even be doing this. I shouldn't even be sitting here talking to you, but I am. You know, and then you get to go back to New York and somebody calls you up because you made a mistake in life. And you're just laughing because, like, this guy's a stupid idiot. You know? You plan on stealing something? No. No. I work with Universal for the last far too long. I find I've had cell phones, keys, wallets daily. It sucks when you find somebody's freaking wallet. You're like you're trying to chase them down to get back to them. And, you know, it is what it is. I'll never forget the story, and I'll tell you this one. I was working at uh, the horror maker show where I work now, and the iPad just came out. It was the iPad 1 or the iPad 2 came out. And people would bring their iPads with them because you can like log in, like take photos or whatever. Do 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 you know? Do what you gotta do. What what have you? I I, I, I don't know. You know, uh, so for like you know, I think the iPhone was out too. All right, the iPhone was out. Anyway, so people were taking photos with their iPads and stuff like that. So I, I go down, shows over, sweep the rows, find the iPad. You know, pick it up, put the pan of broom away, dump it everything out. You know, getting ready for the next show. When you find something, you bring it up to the front, you put it in a little panel where it can be hidden. You just tell the person, like, hey, man, I found this. Okay, cool. Um, you know, make sure they get it back. Well, you know, usually we hope people come back for their shit really quickly. Usually they do. Sometimes they don't. You got to bring it up to the call and a lead or a person. You know, it's your, your daily. A lead is a person that just kind of works it over the venue, make sure you're where you need to be. Yeah, you got it. kind of how it works. Um, you hand it in the van, they bring it to Lost and Found, you got to get it. Which I've turned in many things. So lost and found. Many, many things. Lost and found. Why would I need to steal something? That's, there's no need to steal. I've learned my lesson. You know, you think you're slick, you're not. You're not. So, <laughs> as we have learned. Uh, anyway, so I put the iPad up. I said, hey, man, found this iPad. I, you know, you I tap the power button to see if it's unlocked. Got a, got a name on it or whatever. Um, usually with the cell phone, it's the same thing. Tap it to see if it's not going to lock. Usually, so they'll call the cell phone or whatever. I'm like, hey, I love the cell phone. Many times, like, hello? 
I actually, yeah, it's here. I'm, I'm so-and-so. Cool, come up the exit or come up the side. I'll come get you. And you ask him to describe or whatever. So a lady comes fucking running in. Frantic or whatever. And she goes, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. She goes, I left my, my iPad. And I think one of you took it. I got offended. <laughs> got offended right there. Excuse me. Why do you think somebody stole it? She goes, well, maybe somebody stole it. One of you, you took it. Put it in one of your bags or whatever. I go, excuse me. So I fucking pull up the panel. You know, it's got a, got a phone and everything in it. Your, your count sheets or whatever. I said, I've got two of these at home. Why would I need to steal yours? And I hand it back to her. I said, you need to, you know, it's a new drive it. And her iPad back to her. I said, I don't, why would we need to steal this? I said, I'm not risking my job for your, your device. You know, we find everything. I need everything. Um, <laughs> I don't even know if I should tell the gun story. Oh my God. I should tell that one. I, 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 I should. Because it's, <laughs> my ass got busted for that one. Something like this. Um, yeah. Oh my God. I got a yard that day too. I had to fill out so much paperwork for that one. Um, but yeah, Universal at the time when I had no metal detectors. And, like they would find guns in bushes, magazines, you know, full fucking 45s, nine millimeter clocks, stuff like that. Full magazine underneath rocket. Anyway, I'm working Terminator and it's a busy day, man. 708, 708, 708. This dude comes to the exit like really quickly, fat, chubby ass dude, you know, heavy set dude. And I'm cleaning up the show, man. Get ready for the next act. actors going to position. They're loading up their guns backstage, you know, the props, backstage props. Sick props, props backstage with prop ammunition, stuff like that. So, and I'm like, hey man, can I help you? He wouldn't say anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. I'm like, oh, I, I lost my rounds. You lost your rounds. What the fuck? I could still carry. So I kind of like, I'm like, what the hell? So, <laughs> dude's a fucking long story short, dude's off duty cop, lost his bullets out of his, out of his revolver. I don't ask me fucking how. I call Lee, tell, you know, my boss and everything. All of a sudden I saw, like, OPD, undercovers, and I'm like, I had to pull out a whole fucking statement with that security, and all of a sudden, and everybody's like, all the leads are kind of laughing, and the OPD officer kind of, detective kind of yelled at me like a fucking child, because he's like, you know what, next time you need to fucking be uh, more assertive and, and, uh, and get us involved quickly, and I'm like, dude, I don't and luckily, my boss fucking stood up and was like, yo, man, he doesn't see this every day. Which you don't. You don't fucking see a guy coming in, losing bullets out of a weapon. This guy's an off-duty fucking sergeant or whatever. Motherfucker, carry a fucking clip like nobody else. You don't need a fucking revolver. Yeah, they don't jam as hard. Yeah, they don't jam, but, motherfucker, but they don't also fall out of your fucking revolver. You know? It's very fucking rare that your fucking clip just... You know? But I have friends that have revolvers. I'm like, oh, I love revolvers. They don't. <laughs> yeah, they don't fucking jam. We get it. Um, this dude's fucking yelling at me about like losing his bullets. At the end of the day, I, I got sent home early that day. They sent me home. They're like, hey man, after the report, you can just head, you want to head home a little bit early. We'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll PTO you which, or not PTO. We'll pay you. We'll pay you the rest of the day. So I had to fill out like a fucking hour thing. I had to sit with the detective. I had to sit with our, our and I had our undercovers come running up to me at front. They're like looking for Alex. I'm like, you mean Ali? And they're like, yeah. They're like, can you describe him? And the lady, I had to describe the guy. I'm like, ma'am, I don't mean to be rude. She's like, just, just say it. I'm like, he had man tits. He had man boobs. And she's like, 
you know, she laughed. You know, he did. He had fucking man. The guy was like probably like 270, probably 300 pounds. Obviously working at a fucking desk. It probably is his backup weapon. I don't know why. Um, and number two, don't carry your fucking gun in the universe. There's no fucking, you know. Um, well, now you can't because there's metal detectors everywhere. And uh, good luck with that. Um, anyway. 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 Um, I got sent home. And uh, the next day, they found the bullets. Like, I heard they found the bullets. They're like, yeah, man. Like, the bullets were all over the gun. I think about Kathy or one of our guys. Uh, yeah, Kathy found them all. They, apparently, they were like 38s. They were all over the fucking ground, like six of them. Just sitting there. And she picks them up, brings them backstage, and they were actually like, like live rounds, like real bullets. Backstage is what they use. They use blank rounds, which are especially cut and clipped, and then they go into the gun, and the gun can only take those specific bullets, props. I've been on sets, now with Universal, I've seen prop weapons loaded. I've held prop weapons, stuff like that. I've been to the, to the courses and stuff with Universal. Um, I got to fire some cannons. I got to shoot some of the prop guns, too, so it's pretty cool to you know, talk to our behind-the-scenes special effects people about how that's done and kind of loads you use, kind of flashes you use to make it look better on camera and stuff like that. I digress. Anyway, they find the bullets. Uh, they give them backstage. Backstage is like, the text like, what the fuck? Is this what Ollie fucking... And they text me, like, Ollie, did you find a fucking gun today? So, oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, so all that crazy shit. Anyway. That's the story behind that. And what I found out was Luckily, the two bosses protected me, and they're like, no, I man, don't yell at him like that. Like, don't yell at him like that. He doesn't fucking, you don't see it every day. You don't see somebody coming out and losing the fucking bullets. That's something there. But apparently, a week before that, they found a fucking uh, Glock 17 20-round uh, mag fucking sitting right underneath the rocket, which, for those who know the rocket is, it's a roller coaster. But this is years ago, so Nolan Boyd. It's Nolan Boyd. So, but a friend of mine was also telling me that they found a fucking fully 40 uh, Beretta in a bush, literally at the entrance of uh, of uh, Jurassic Park. Literally, they found the, the they found the magazine magazine on River the boat, <laughs> fully loaded. Found the Beretta in a bush, like a little bit farther away. And they're like, "Hey, I just found a Beretta." Like, and for those who don't know who a Beretta is, Beretta is a, a gun manufacturer. Uh, uh, if you play a game called Max Payne, he, they, most cops use Berettas and stuff like that. Now it's weird to know they got Glock. It, it depends on what gun, what gun you'd like to use. It depends. Everybody's got their own standard. I hate it with this. But yeah, all the stories I heard from Universal about like guns and knives and you know, shit like that. It's, it's hilarious. But that's my gun story with T2 TV. Um, I'll never live that one down. <laughs> I'll never live it down. But, uh, yeah. See, look how far I've come. You know, stories I can tell you guys. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, I think I'm going to sign it off here. I am hungry. I would like to get some dinner. But I want to wish all my friends and all of you just to have a great fucking week. You know, you guys are amazing. And whatever you're going through, man, speak of it. I also do want to give a shout out to Cody. Uh, for those who um, don't know, you follow me on my page, which I hope some of you do. Uh, unfortunately, Cody on the uh, uh, reality page, uh, you'll see it on the on my page. I just sent him five bucks. That's all I could afford, sadly. Um, unfortunately, his house had a massive 
massive fire last night. He ended up losing all his equipment, uh, 3D printers, whatever he may have. Um, as far as I know, everybody made it out okay. He made it out okay. Unfortunately, all the work that he had done for prosthetics uh, for some kids that were in need of prosthetics, uh, 3D printed prosthetics, is fully fucking gone. Um, so if you could, in the bottom of your heart, uh, donate. I ended up putting a uh, link in our page on Facebook. Uh, if you can't give anything, no worries. We understand. I understand. I mean, it, it sucks. I put five bucks in because I'm like, hey man, I got, I got to do something. I got to do something. Uh, you know, five bucks, five bucks. You know, it, it, it took a good cause, and it, I feel so bad. I cannot imagine losing everything. I mean, if this house catches on fire. It's it, this shit's going up. I get it. Nothing's stopping. I'm losing everything. I'm losing the PlayStation Five. I'm losing laser cutters. I'm losing equipment. I'm losing stuff like that. So. I need to get shit off site to do um, stuff. Uh, equipment can be replaced. People can have be replaced. So somebody on the fucking page, a fucking dipshit, uh, which you are a fucking dipshit for doing that. I saw the fucking post. It was fucking disgusting. So fuck you. 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 You're a fucking piece of shit. Um, and everybody knows you're a fucking piece of shit. Can everybody fucking comment that you're a piece of shit? Um, uh, Fucking asshole on the page was like, took a photo. He's like, no, you can turn it into a liptophane. For those who know what a liptophane is, I've done plenty of them. It's turning a photo into a 3D image when you shine light behind it. It shows the image in black and white. So fucking dickhead fucking wrote that on the thing. He took a fucking snap screenshot of the fucking, just the, the house was fucking gold. Here, I'll fucking show you a photo real quick. Uh, it, fucking it, horrendous, man. Horrendous. Just want to give him a shout out. So if you guys can donate or anything or just share, I would highly appreciate it. Um, that's bullshit. Oh, John Marie's alive. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. And some asshole fucking was like, you're good, you can fucking make a lift of fan out of that. Cool. Apparently, Del Marie found Boba, Boba tea in a can. Apparently, the Boba is not that fucking good. I don't really like Boba tea. Uh, I'm not a big tapioca person. But um, yeah, not bad. I would ever drink it again, but I'm not a big uh, tapioca person. I wish it was like chocolate, chocolate, like flavors exploding. That would be fucking cool. But I, I don't Just me. Uh, but yeah, totally fucked that guy who fucking told Cody that. Really, really bad. So I ended up uh, donating a few bucks. Hopefully, somebody else in the thing will donate. Um, but yeah, man, it's just been a hard fucking month for everybody. John, I love you. You're going to do fine as RP Tour Day. Um, like I said, I'm sorry this podcast is what it was. But yeah. Can't wait to get back to uh, past midnight with Del Marie. Hopefully she kind of gets the ball rolling. Um, if y'all want to hop on the uh, past midnight page, 
and just wish her all the best. Or just send us an email at uppastmidnightpodcast at gmail.com. I would highly appreciate that. Uh, you know, just tell her, wish her all the best, man. Get her, get her that kicking her ass again. Because I miss playing games with her. I miss fucking having a part of uh, something that we were designing. So, you know, um, yeah, it's, it sucks when you lose cool people. Um, but that girl's a strong fucking girl anyway, so she I told her if she is the flame, she has no idea. Put herself down too much. So, but, uh, yep. I guess that's going to be it for this one. I guess the moral of the fucking story is stay positive and, yeah, just do your fucking thing and things will improve. Take one day at a time. Um, what else do I want to say? I will be doing a Amazon list for people who want to uh, give me some material because. I've had a lot of clients this month back out from projects, which is not a problem. However, it gave me an idea to spark a thing on what I do is people want work done, but they don't want to pay for it. So I think I'm going to do a thing where people can donate or just buy me a bottle of resin or material or parts and we can work out a deal where you just pay the fucking shipping and there you go so if my people want to go out and donate because many people can't afford a 3d printer or they don't have the time to do it i will put a amazon link of what i need usually or just want to keep some stock things and if you want to donate to that uh and you need something 3d printed but you can afford the shipping which isn't usually fucking a lot only the us only because you're overseas that's like 50 60 fucking dollars by itself so if you were in the U.S. and you need some shit done, bada bing, bada boom. Cool. Uh, so I'll be doing an Amazon like It's probably going to have gloves and Nurtal gloves and resin, shit like that that I need. You need to get a new screen for the uh, resin printer, which is looking kind of hard to get. Um, other than that, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. So, but so. Uh, Sorry I wasted your ears or your time on this one. This one was just me kind of talking about being grateful and looking back at how far you fucking come because quitting is not a fucking opportunity. And uh, yeah, hope I get my butt out of debt too. That's one thing. Like I said, get me. That's one that keeps me going every day. But same time, I'm not fucking scared. I'm just like, eh. Hmm. <laughs> if somebody wants to help me out with a, a CPA or somebody who knows grants or anything, let me know. Somebody who's a grant writer or somebody who uh, is like, hey man, I can help you out finding a grant, let me know. Help me out. Openmindindustries at gmail.com or just set our Facebook page up. Or you can call me at uh, 321 5220. I may not answer immediately. You can leave me a message on the uh, phone and I'll call you back. Uh, but if somebody is a cool person that's like, hey man, I want to do some pro bono work. I want to help this motherfucker out. Let me know. I am willing to take advice where advice is needed because I can really use the advice. And now, at this point, I'm just like, eh, I don't know what to do anymore. But, but uh, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for just being there for my random ass. And uh, I hope this inspires you. I hope this gets you out of a lump. Hope this episode. Makes you feel a little better about yourself or those around you, or those you loved. 
Look back. Yourself and go. He's right. He's fucking right. I'm further than I was yesterday. I can do this. I can fucking do this. But you fucking can. I know you can. If I can do it, you can do it. So. Right. As I always say, keep an open mind. Um, take a good one. I'll talk to you later.